What's up? How are you doing today? It is your host here at Shooting the Schmidt, Jonathan Smith. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you're probably not doing as well as I am as my Miami Dolphins are the subject of today's podcast, making big moves this free agency. Can't wait to get into it. But before we do, you know, we got to send it over to Double B, Bruce Buffer. Thank you, Bruce. Now, I'm so excited to get into my Miami Dolphins. Oh, man, they've been conservative for so long. It is so nice to see them being aggressive for a change. And with how deep the AFC is this year, they really had no options. So very quickly, I want to highlight some of the moves that the Dolphins have done this offseason. Obviously, they fired Brian Flores, and they bring in new head coach Mike Daniels, former offensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers. They franchise tag tight end Mike Gesicki. Makes me happy that they're going to have him for another year. Sign running back Chase Edmonds. Resign defensive end Emmanuel Ogba. Sign a new offensive guard, Connor Williams. Sign a new wide receiver, Cedric Wilson. They extend current tight end, Durham Smythe. They traded for Tyreek Hill today. And they signed the best offensive tackle in this free agency class in Taron Armstead. Now, with all of these improvements... Tua Tagovailoa has absolutely no more excuses, okay? The Dolphins have done everything, everything to empower Tua, okay? They've given him weapons. They drafted Jalen Waddle. They traded for Tyreek Hill today. They signed Cedric Wilson, who should be really good out of the slot. Plus, they had Devontae Parker and Preston Williams, so on and so forth, Plenty of weapons around Tua. They upgraded at running back. They've upgraded at offensive tackle in Taron Armstead. They signed another offensive lineman in Connor Williams because let's be honest, Dolphins offensive line last year was nothing short of terrible. Okay, so the Dolphins have done everything to empower Tua. So he better be great this next season. Okay, not good enough to make the playoffs. Great, okay? He was the number five overall pick for a reason. I, Me included, everybody has made what feels like every excuse in the book form, right? But there there are none. There are none left, okay? Now, he's shown some flashes of being a good quarterback. His rookie year, he had the game against the Cardinals where he looked awesome. He had a couple games like that this last year as well. And in his rookie season, he went 6-3 and three in his first nine starts. Last year, he only started 12 games due to injury, and he went 7-5 and five with 16 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Some of those interceptions, really, really bad. But hopefully, you know, he can clean that up here in year three. Okay, his completion percentage, however, was 68%, which shows his accuracy, right? When he was coming out of Alabama, that was kind of the big thing, right? Now, he did. He has caught some flack for not pushing the ball down the field, which is very, very fair, right? But once again, the Dolphins didn't have the offensive line last year to protect him long enough for his wide receivers to get downfield which says a lot when one of your wide receivers is Jalen Waddle, who can flat out fly. Okay, but now with the upgrades on the offensive line, they should be able to protect him long enough for Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill and Mike Kosicki and all these guys to actually get down the field, right? And look, the other thing too is we're going to find out really quickly with this acquisition of Tyree Kill 
if he can even push it down the field, right? If he still has that deep accuracy that he had at Alabama. Because, you know, who I remember so many times, you know, whether it was Waddle or Jerry Judy or whoever, Henry Ruggs, you know, streaking down the middle of the field on a post route and Tua would step into it, let that thing go and hit him right in stride, right? And I find it highly, highly unlikely that that accuracy has left Tua, right? Like, I'm sure you could go to Peyton Manning right now and be like, hey, throw the ball right here. And he could probably still do it, right? The arm strength leaves way before the accuracy does. So I highly doubt that Tua has just all of a sudden become an inaccurate quarterback, right? On top of that, I think Tua is due for a big year if, if Mike Daniels winds up being the head coach that people think that he can be, right? You know, obviously he's... A Kyle Shanahan disciple, right? That's kind of the hot, that is the hot name in coaching right now, okay? Kyle Shanahan, the best young coach in football. I would take him over Sean McVay, Cliff Kingsbury, who uh, Brandon Staley, whoever you want to throw at me, I would take Kyle Shanahan before all of them. So Mike Daniels, coming out, you know, from kind of that system, he's going to run that same system in Miami. It's It should be a lot of fun to watch if he ends up being what people expect him to be. Now, with that being said, I do not expect him to be the next Kyle Shanahan. I think that is an absolutely unrealistic expectation for any coach in the NFL. But at the same time, I do expect them to make the playoffs. Like that is the bare minimum for this season, which still feels like a lot because the AFC is absolutely loaded, right? Because it just seems like every team in the AFC has been extremely aggressive this year, right? So the Chiefs, obviously, they're the Chiefs. They're still going to be really good, even though they lost Tyreek Hill. I'm excited to see what they do with these draft picks that they got in this Miami Dolphins trade. They should be able to go out and pick up a couple more receivers in a very deep wide receiver class. The tight end, the Titans, they still have, you know, uh, Hunter Henry and and Brown on the outside. I don't know why I blanked on his name there for a second. Uh, the Bills, they went out and they got Von Miller. They're going to be really good. Still have Stephon Diggs. You know, they're, I believe they're still currently the favorite to win the Super Bowl this next season. The Bengals obviously just went to the Super Bowl. They're going to be really good again. The Raiders went out and got Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones to beef up the defense. The Patriots still have Bill Belichick, so you know they're going to be good. Who knows what the Steelers are going to do at quarterback. The Colts went out and got Matt Ryan. Talked about them on yesterday's podcast. They should be much improved. The Chargers have made a whole bunch of moves in the offseason. The Broncos obviously went and got Russell Wilson. Lamar Jackson should be healthy for the Ravens again this year. I mean, the AFC is absolutely loaded. There's no other way around it. So I think for the Dolphins, they're going to have to win the division, maybe. I don't know. It's going to be tough because obviously, you know, the Bills are going to be really, really good again this next year. So it's it's just going to be so much fun. Okay, like who even cares about the NFC this year? The AFC is like 13 teams deep. That's what it feels like. At least at least 11 teams deep, right? And then only seven teams will make the playoffs. Whereas like with the NFC, you know, the Packers should be good again because they have Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady came back, so Tampa Bay should be good. The Cowboys are the Cowboys. Who knows what they're going to do? The Rams will obviously be really good. And then there's like this drop-off to like the 49ers and teams like that kind of in the second tier. And then it drops off again quite a bit. I mean, like, there's a legitimate chance that a team like the Giants could make the playoffs or the Panthers. Like, that's how bad the NFC is. 
So I, it's going to be interesting just to kind of see, you know, how interesting the NFC is because there's just a lot of bad teams over there. Whereas, like I said, the AFC is extremely deep. So it's going to be a lot of fun just to kind of look at the Dolphins and everything kind of going on with them. And here's the thing, like, there is still the NFL draft to come, right? So these AFC teams can continue to add on to what they've already created here in free agency. And for the Dolphins specifically, I'm hoping to see them go and grab a couple more offensive linemen just to build depth. You know, maybe you find a diamond in the rough late, you know, in the fifth or sixth round that's able to step in and play for you immediately. Because at the end of the day, the entire Dolphins offensive line needs to be replaced, and they've only replaced an offensive guard and an offensive tackle. And even if those guys weren't able to play immediately, you can still build some depth there at that position. Also, I didn't mention they signed Raheem Mozart as well. So there is just speed all over the field for this Miami Dolphins offense. I'm excited to see their defense. Jalen Phillips should continue to develop the defensive end for Miami who played really well, especially at the end of last year. They re-signed Ogba. Like I mentioned earlier, so it's it's going to be a lot of fun. They still have Byron Jones and Xavier Howard on the outside playing corner. Uh, Javon Holland playing safety, the rookie from Oregon last year. He had a really strong season. And so just seeing all the talent that the Miami Dolphins have, they are in a position to win now and to win at least 11 games this next year. I think that's the, that's my expectation at least. If the Dolphins don't win 11 games this next year, I would count it as a failure of a season, right? Because I think that you're going to have to win 10 or 11 games to make the playoffs as is. And so I, I fully expect for the Dolphins to make the playoffs. And yeah, I'm excited to kind of see how it unfolds. It's been a long time since, you know, I've been excited, this, since I've been this excited. This may be the first time in my life that I am this excited about the Miami Dolphins heading into a season. They have all the potential in the world to be really good. We're really going to find out about Tua and if he is the guy for the future or if the Dolphins will be drafting yet another quarterback next year. So that's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to the whole thing. Make sure you follow, uh, subscribe, whatever. Uh, Rate the podcast as well. That'd be much appreciated. You can find me on social media at jschmidt underscore four. That's going to do it here. Thank you once again for listening, and I'll be back again tomorrow with another take for you.